Okay. Go ahead and give me your countdown. All right. Four. What am I? Wait, do I count down or do I count to four? It doesn't do matter. <laughs> One, two, three, four. It's time for another Christian Cage match. We're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. I am your other host, Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday, as he mentioned. Just in case you didn't know, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although, if either of those things happen, we would like to know. Please. Yes. This is a podcast (laughs) by Christians for Christians, but you definitely... (laughs) don't need to believe to belong. (laughs) Andrea, how's your heart? Oh, my heart is so much better than it was last week. That's good. Yeah, this is, we're, what is, we just finished, what, week three of stay at home and is that right? Week three? I don't know. Here's what happened. We went on a cruise and then we came back and we were at school for two days and then we were on spring break and then we just never went back to school. So (laughs) (laughs) we... So to me, it's been over, it's been like six weeks already that we've been kind of like out of, out of sorts. So yeah. Yeah. So I had to go to my office to pick up some stuff. Um, I think I told you last week that I was going to go and get like my keyboard and my mouse and a monitor. Well, I, I finally did it this week. I'm so proud of you. I know. And it's, listen, I... When I got home, I did it on Friday afternoon, and when I got home and like got everything turned on, I was more productive in that one hour yeah. after I got it all done. <laughs> it was such such a difference for me. It, it and changes everything, doesn't it? It really does. Because I do a lot of um, reports, and so I have to put in numbers. Yeah, the And not having key. a 10 key. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize how like how used to it I had gotten. But anyway, so mom and I, mom was like, I'm going to go with you just to get out of the house. Yeah. So we drove over to my office in Bedford. And first of all, I went upstairs. No one was there. It's creepy, huh? I, well, I think maybe one person, like our HR person was there, but she was in her office, so I didn't see her. So I was grabbing all my stuff and I'm like, I feel like I'm stealing, but I have permission to do this. To get this stuff. I'm not stealing. This is so I can be more productive at work. You get to the car and immediately it's just Purell everywhere, right? Just like. (laughs) Listen, I had, I did like four pumps of Purell and like washed my hands and then I did it again and then I had wet ones and I wiped everything down. Although they just fogged our office. Like they do it every week. Yeah, but still. We got to take some personal responsibility here for sure. Absolutely. But we passed a school on our way back. And it said spring break, March 9th through the 13th or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, more like spring break, March 9th through May 20th now. What is, what's the. Yeah, it's May 20th. (laughs) Which means, which means the kids aren't going to go back to school, which is, which is fine. We're, we're, we're set up. We've, uh, we've, we've completed two full weeks Yesterday, um, today's Friday that we're recording this. So mm-hmm. let's just, you know, we'll pull the curtain back as we always do. Um, <laughs> but uh, so yesterday, Jonathan was just in a work mode. I mean, he had so much stuff to do and he was just in a mode. I mean, he just he was just going. 
And I was like, hey, bud, I'm looking at your assignments for tomorrow and you only have three pages to do and they look pretty easy. What if he goes, I do them today and I don't have to do anything tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, that. And he goes, done. And he just grabs it. Done, son. He runs over. I mean, I'm telling you, in just a couple of minutes, he had completed all of his work for a Friday. So today I was like, we're going to have to like do your spelling and do everything else like that that needs to happen on Friday. But you can sleep in to like 11, 12 if you want to. If you want to stay up and watch TV tonight, I don't care. Like just nice. I've been fighting with you all week and today you decided to be cool and this is what happens. So yeah. and then next week they have a four day weekend, which, by the way, I kind of don't understand the purpose of a four day weekend right now. <laughs> for what? Oh, for Good Friday. Good Friday. <laughs> Good Friday and then the Monday after Easter is always a is, is always off at our school also. And so it's just like we can we just go ahead and just get done? Let's just get done. Mm-hmm. But they're going to take it off. So good for them. Well, nice. How is work going for you? Are you still? Yeah, I got a, I still have a job. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, that's very good. Um, you know, in the last two weeks, 10 million people have filed for unemployment. And those are the people that were actually able to get through. Um, there's probably several million more that have been able to even just like get through the system yet. Right. I, I was very fortunate to uh, only get a pay cut this week. That's what, ha- that's what happened to me too. Yeah. Hey, so I'll tell you this though. I was so nervous that we were going to get just let go altogether that uh, the night that we had that conversation, I laid down in bed and I had this weird familiar feeling of, I had just gotten an offer letter that day. Mm-hmm. That that's how I felt. Mm. And it was like, I felt so relieved to know that even though like I'm I'm taking a, a significant pay cut, I still have a job and I looked at my budget and I'm I'm still gonna be able to make all of my bills and that's amazing. And so um so praise the Lord for for that. That night at dinner we we were sitting down talking about, you know, what do we want to thank God for today? What do we want to ask God for today? We um, you know, my big thank God is like, we got a job. And let's pray for everybody who doesn't. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of people that don't. So yeah. So hopefully this finds uh, you, dear listener, in a good spot. And if it doesn't, know that know that our thoughts and our prayers are with you for like legitimately. We're thinking about you and we are praying for you a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. On on Monday, my office announced some another round of layoffs. And it was Monday was a hard day for me. Yeah. Um but between that and and being so so grateful that I survived that round and um yeah we we did get a, a pay cut um but like you I looked at my budget figured out some things that I could cut like not getting my nails done which I'm not doing anyway so you know <laughs> things that I could cut right. so that I could still um still make it and and then just really really thinking about the people who weren't as fortunate and so praying for them and and praying for anyone who's listening that that's experiencing that and just praying that we all get through this soon. It's yeah. gone on longer than than it needed to, I think. Well, so Yeah. And and it's gonna keep going. But you know, I know that whenever we were talking about this show, we were talking about can we just talk about like anything other than right. like the virus? Can we can we just come up with anything else and and uh, you know, we had maybe talked about doing like talking about a Zoom choir practice or something like that because yeah. that happened this week and that was awesome. Zoom prayer meeting? Did you Zoom did prayer you, meeting? Yeah, that was really I was there. Absolutely very cool. I love the uh, the breakout sessions. Yeah, and uh, 
That was uh, that was pretty fantastic. But but also there's some stuff in the news. Let's talk about some maybe some of the good stuff that's happening right now. Can okay. I can I bring up can I bring up one thing? Just one thing. Absolutely. Dolly Parton has given a million dollars to try to find a way Come to, on. To, to beat this thing. Yes. Of course. By the way, of course she is. Yeah. Well, of of course she is. Why wouldn't she? Um, she is and then, Dolly uh, after all. Also, you, you heads up in case you need to know this. On Dolly's YouTube page at 7 p.m., she's reading bedtime stories to the kids. I'm just saying. <laughs> Have you been listening? I might have watched one. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch it with your kids? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, not, not, I love Dolly. They're like, is she the one who sings the Coat of Many Colors song? Yeah, that's her. Absolutely. Okay, I also saw... Um, you know, we're doing we're doing a lot of virtual churches right now. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, have you seen the drive-in churches? I have. I'd really like to participate in one of those. I think that would be very cool. Okay. So I found a drive-in church worship guide, and it's somehow real. Okay. Wait, a worship so, guide? Like a how-to? Worship to? guide. Hi, how-to. You ready? Uh-huh. Parking lights on. I'm ready to worship. <laughs> Just parking lights right there. <laughs> headlights on. I'm singing along. My headlights are on. We're singing too. Okay. Right turn signal. Raising one hand in worship. <laughs> oh, no. How about wipers on? We're lifting both hands in worship. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. That is hysterical. So if you honk, that's like a preach it or an amen. Right on, uh huh. You know, little, little honk. Left turn signal. I want to ask for forgiveness of my sins. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hazards. I'm in need of prayer. And if you spray that washer fluid, I'd like to be baptized. <laughs> Where did you find this? Where did this come from? Yeah. So this was first reported by Ohio's WHIO. And kudos to Ankle Cheryl McHenry for <laughs> playing it straight as possible. <laughs> Just a true, true journalism veteran. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, so uh, so there's some there's some good stuff. You you can you know figure there there's a way to have church without necessarily having to get arrested. How about that? I mean, who knew? So did you read that pastor in Louisiana? Was it Baton Rouge? I think uh, maybe I don't remember. Oh, Somewhere in Louisiana. I was thinking about the one in Tampa Bay. Yeah, well that one too. Okay, but this one in Louisiana. I, I was reading the article about him and, an, and a quote from him was, I don't like streaming services because then I can't lay hands on people. And I wanted to go, that's the point. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> the point. Yeah. That's why. I can't lay. Goodness gracious. You Listen, Steve Hill would hate this. Is that oh. fair? Like he would, he would hate this, but let me tell you what he would love doing. He would love getting right in that camera and, and, and preaching straight at a camera. Listen. And and he would do it. And that's the right way to go. Yes, pointing. Yeah, people can't. This is an audible video. People oh, that's right. You can see me. me. I can. You can see me. Right into that FaceTime camera. Sorry. I sure as heck can. Sorry. So. I forgot. <laughs> so <laughs> let me ask you another question. How do you feel about all these people who are just... I mean, hey, well, we have to have social distancing. We're supposed to be sheltering in place. So let's maybe get a bunch of people and, and get in a parking lot and we'll sit in our cars and face each other. Like, um, how do you feel about that? I don't know. 
Because you're an extrovert. So I want to hear what your what your thoughts on it, because mine are probably a little bit different than yours. Probably. Um, honestly, I, I want to do that. Yeah. I do. I and I in fact my mom on the way home today, she was like, Let's call your brothers and see if we can meet in a parking lot. And she's like, I want to see my kids. Her grandkids. She didn't care yeah. about my brothers and me, but she wants to, she wants to like lay, lay eyes on, not lay hands on, lay eyes on <laughs> her grandkids. And you know, I, I get it. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a part of me that want, I really want to do that. Yeah. I need to see people. <laughs> I talked to the well, Starbucks guy for a long time today. So you did in the, in the drive through, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was the loudest drink. That's fine. I popped a can of soda earlier, so we're fine. <laughs> Um, I thought I was yeah. done with that sentence. <laughs> so I took a so I took a drink. Yeah, no, I got you. All right. <laughs> um, all right, so here you want to know what my I mean, I'm just going to point out, listen, we're allowed to disagree. That absolutely. That's fine. I'm going to disagree with you. For me, it's like, hey, we're not technically breaking the rules. Like we're following the law, but the spirit of the law, we're just going to crap all over, right? Like this is a total pharisaical way to actually do this is that no, 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 we're no, no, no. This is, uh, this is the letter of the law and that's what we're going to follow. We're exactly six feet. No, you're supposed to be sheltered in place because that's what keeps you safe. Don't go see anybody video, whoever you need to. Then again, I'm an introvert and that's just part of my my jam so yeah um we can disagree well you're an introvert and you're also you're living with someone i live alone fair so for me it's like i guess i don't i don't see it as being a pharisee (laughs) (laughs) hey listen i'm just trying to throw heat i know (laughs) and it it bothers me a little bit um (laughs) (laughs) it's fine it's fine Fine. But in all honesty, and I'm I'm sure someone will have something to say, but I haven't been hiding this. I, I have been going to my parents' house pretty much every night because I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. So, so let me just ask you a question. Does your Venn diagram with your parents go outside of just your parents? No. Do you see anybody else other than them? No. I've gone to the grocery store to to go and pick up groceries and... Okay. Um, but that's it. No, I haven't. And and besides going, I was at church on Sunday helping with the the live stream. Sure. But that's sure. it. Okay. So seems to me like uh like I live with three people. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, if those are just the people that you're hunkering down with, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I understand all that. But I mean, if you're going out and doing stuff and then coming home, no. And then they're going out and doing stuff and coming home. I mean, you know that. Yeah. That no, I know I'm I'm working from home. I I typically do not leave my apartment until the evening when it's time for me to head over there for dinner. Just I just want to clarify here. So when you say you go like go shopping, I'm guessing that you mean like going to the grocery store. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, how many visits to Hobby Lobby have you made? <laughs> you know what. I can't even tell you the last time I went to Hobby Lobby before this virus hit. I don't know why. I hadn't been in in like a month or so. Okay, so now is it like a Chick-fil-A on Sunday type of thing where you're like, "Well, now that they're closed, I've got to go." I mean, is I, I mean, are you feeling that at all? Yes, because because when when you're at home for uh for a long time and all day, 
um, you start thinking about things you want to do yeah. to your home. And I've got some pictures sure. that I want to frame. Of course, I want to go to Hobby Lobby and get some frames. Now, now I got to do that. and But I can't. Now, I yeah. could have two days ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. I got an opinion. <laughs> do you have opinions on this? I want to hear your opinions. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. The- okay, no, I do know. I do know that they should have handled this better than they did. Okay. Here in, in da- well, in Dallas County, Judge Clay Jenkins finally had to tell them to close. Yeah, he, they got a cease and desist, for sure. And this headline that I read today from Business Insider said that Hobby Lobby is closing all stores and furloughing nearly all employees after it defied the stay-at-home orders by quietly reopening locations around the nation. And that bothers me. Because they did it on the DL? Yeah. Yeah. It, it really did. And beginning today, beginning Friday, it says Hobby Lobby will be ending emergency leave pay and suspending use of company-provided paid time off, benefits, and vacation. It feels like they're not really taking care of their employees. Well, that's where my opinion lies, for the, sure. This quote from a Hobby Lobby employee says, the line that our manager gave us from corporate was, the employees got what the employees wanted. The stores were closed. Here is, uh, here's my opinion. You ready? Yes. Are you, hold on tight, everybody. (laughs) In the year 2022, the number one question that job candidates are going to ask their future employers Mm -hmm. is how did you treat people during the coronavirus? That's going to be the number one question that that people ask because they want to, they're going to want us. And if not, then you're probably not asking the right questions. It's probably not even a good job for you. I'm just saying. But the first question that you should be asking is, how did you treat your your employees during the coronavirus? And if the answer is goes something along the lines of, well, we just laid everybody off. I mean, we weren't making any money. We didn't. It's going to show a lot about that company's culture, and you'll know what you're getting into. Whether or not you take the job, hey, listen, that's up to you two and a half years from now. that That's on you. What I'm saying is that's going to be the number one question. You know, if you're if you're going to wave the Christian flag being a company, then I think that you probably need to listen to the words of Jesus. Um, it was our memory verse this week at, at home. Um, by this, all men will know you're my disciples if you love each other. Yeah. And the only way that people understand that we're followers of Christ is the love that we show, not how right we are whenever we're, you know, being keyboard warriors on Facebook. That's not how people know that we love Jesus. It's how we love each other. And if we don't love each other and we're not doing that well, guess what, guys? Nobody knows you're a Christian. And so if you don't treat your employees with the love of Jesus and you don't care about their safety and their well-being, I don't know that you should like wave that Christian flag as a Christian company anymore. Okay, hot take, come at me. That's fine. But that's that's my hot take. Yeah. Here I don't do- I love watching you process. <laughs> Cuz I don't I don't disagree with you about that, especially as a Christian company. I think that this was a like Chick-fil-A, for instance, I feel like they've done very well in taking care of their employees. Um, you know who else has done very well? Not a Christian company. Who's that? Starbucks. Yeah. 
Starbucks is is from what I read, this may or may not have been uh I didn't I didn't fact check this, but S- Starbucks is really doing a good job of taking care of their employees and providing things and providing pay and childcare yeah. opportunities and money for that and all of that. Um Chick-fil-A seems to have been doing that. Here's my here's my thing that I was thinking about today because you know, I work in the corporate world and all of our parks are closed right now. And so there's been a lot of talk about uh, deferring payments for different things. It takes a lot of money to run business, a business. And so we're, you know, asking about deferring payments to lenders and deferring payments to landlords and all of this stuff and then deferring payments to other companies, other vendors that we use. Here's my issue. Those those lenders, that bank or that landlord or that vendor, they all have people they have to pay too. So if we're all deferring payments because we're not open, so we can't pay, and all of the people that they're that they're getting money from are also deferring payments, it just it just seems like a cycle that I don't know how you I don't know how you close how you close it or how you end the cycle. Who is it that is finally <laughs> rich enough that they're okay with deferring payments for three months from all of their companies. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it makes total sense. You know, I mean, it it puts us in a, and all of this puts us in a very strange spot where on this Palm Sunday, no, no greater time. Do we need to say Hosanna? Cause that means Lord save us. (laughs) And that's, that's, that's what we need in that, in that right Smitty. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's right. That's a little bit of Michael W. Smith from <laughs> Hosanna, early 80s, guys. I love it. Of course love you it. love it. Of course you, you know love it. So you might be like, Seth, why are you playing Michael W. Smith at all, <laughs> like right now, especially from the 80s? When, and here's the reason. We were talking about, like, how are we going to, what are we going to record? Can we have it be about anything other than 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 the COVID? And, uh, you know, apparently we're going to take the first half of the show and talk about it anyway. So just get over it. But um, I, I just, I it's just, what's w- happening in the world. Yeah. We have to talk about it. It's what happened in our lives. You're not just listening because you need updates on pop culture. You, you're, you want me. You want Andrea. You want to no, know. You want us. We think. I mean, maybe. That's, we hope anyway. <laughs> or you don't. And that's why you don't listen. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, so I just woke up this morning. I literally woke up and said, "Michael W. Smith versus Stephen Curtis Chapman." We're just. What if we did a Christian Cage match between these Welcome two the main event. darlings <laughs> of the of the of the Christian of the contemporary Christian world? Um, I texted Andrea and I was like, I, and by the way, this is what I text her. M W S V S C C. That's it. And guess what? I knew exactly <laughs> what he was talking about. She was like, immediately. She was like, yes, yes. A hundred percent. Yes. That's what we're doing. So here we go. Like, I didn't even, it, it, it took me maybe five seconds, like, to process, you know, when I read your text message and yeah. then, I went, oh, well, yeah, I know what that is. Of course. Of course. Obviously. So here we go. We're going to do it. Okay. Are you, are you guys ready? Here we go. All right. Andrea. Yes. 
tell me about your experience with with Smitty and Stevie. Tell tell me about these two. Okay, I probably could not tell you having grown up in a in a Christian home, pastor's home, for both of these, I couldn't tell you my first like exposure to them. Okay. Because it probably happened when I was pretty young. I mean, you went to a Carmen concert at like 2 weeks old, so Right. Okay. So again, it probably happened before my memories were being like implanted. But for Stephen Curtis Chapman, especially, I think a lot of his songs were very popular for uh, human videos. Okay. <laughs> that okay. we did. Um, hold, hold on. Hold, hold on. Give, uh-huh. give me your favorite human video, Michael, uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman song. <laughs> because I think I know which one okay. it should be. No, you, you go ahead. You tell me what you think it is, and I'll tell you if you're right. Settle up your horses. Come on. <laughs> I mean, how That's do you not have a human video with people wearing cowboy hats in the South to this? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I love, it's I, by so the way, funny. By the way, <laughs> people who didn't grow up with this are like, why would you do that? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We're like, why wouldn't you? No, you're going to play the cassette of this for the entire congregation. And you're gonna have a yes. bunch of teenagers dress up in their dad's cowboy clothes and do a do a skit. For Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. For sure. Okay, what's Absolutely. another one? Another one uh was do you remember the song Dive? Do I remember the song Dive? <laughs> Hold on, let me see here. <laughs> I could probably remember most of this one. Do actually. it. Do it. Do it. Nope. I'm gonna record. I'm gonna do screen recording, and we'll put we'll put this on. No, listen. I am I am tethered <laughs> to this table. Right okay, now. that's fair enough. That's fair. I cannot enough. move. Oh, uh, but that was another one. Okay. Any any others? Now now you or you said that your brother sang Michael W. Smith songs. Um, I've got I've got to believe that at least one of them. Okay, so are you ready? Are you ready for an Andrea story for yep. that song? That's all I okay. want. Okay, so my singing debut, mm-hmm. I was five years old. I was graduating from kindergarten at a small Christian school in Azle, Texas, and I sang that song. I, I know that I've sung Friends Are Friends Forever as a special in children's church. I don't know if it was my first or not, but it's it's a really good possibility that it was. Yeah. And I think I have a video of it somewhere. And if I find it, I will post it. Okay. I'm going to text my mom right now. And I'm going to find out if that was, <laughs> if that was my first one. There, this is going to might be a shock to some people, but there, there used to be in churches a time when you'd have a, a, a special song. And, and someone would get up, and they would have an accompaniment track being played over the uh, over the loudspeaker. There was no band accompaniment. It was just, uh, you know, usually a, a Sure fifty eight mic with uh, with with like an orange pop filter, yes. screen filter on there, so that they so that the sound guy knew to to use the orange slide in the back of the church. It, well, yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's no audio engineers. It was just somebody. <laughs> Who, they were who, all DJs. Who would like to volunteer to run sound this week? And so, um, 
I literally one time saw on a soundboard at a church, um, all the sound is preset. Please do not touch. Think about that for a second. <laughs> you you mean you didn't change it at all? At all from week, from to, week, week. to week? Nope. No, 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 no. So, oh my um, word. So that was fun. But, um, but yeah. And then someone get up and they would sing a song and, and listen, if you got a little Stevie, Stevie Curdy, Steve, Stevie Curdy Chappie. Stevie, Stevie Curdy Chappie. Um, <laughs> listen, that was edgy. Ooh. Listen, we, we used to have, I remember Victory Christian Center was our church yeah. in Azle, Texas. Okay. It's also where I went to school for a couple of years. Um, on the fifth Sunday night, which happened what, once a quarter, you could just show up with your accompaniment track and you could sing. Well, yeah, especially for Singspiration Night. You, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I just got her. I just got her with Singspiration. Um, my mom <laughs> did just text me and, and let me know that my first solo was uh, Keith Green's Until Your Love Broke Through was my first <laughs> I love I love that your mom remembers. Um, of course she does. Yeah. No, I mean, she was <laughs> She was like, no, it was a Keith Green song, I think. And I was like, is it Until Your Love Broke Through? She's like, yeah, that's it. That, yeah, that's that's a, it. That's it. That's it. And by the way, have I ever not done Keith Green ever since? I feel like it doesn't really matter what song I sing. I'm still doing Keith Green to this day. Still, well, I'm still doing Amy Grant to this day. So Absolutely. she was my she was my first. I sang uh, uh, My Father's Eyes or Father's Eyes. Okay. And El Shaddai. Of course. Did you know, did you know that song? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, you looked at me like you're like, I'm not sure I know that song. No, I was waiting okay. for you to say Via Dolorosa. I mean, I was just waiting for the next. No, I mean, because those, one. Th- those are the ones. I never did that one. Those were like, if you sang yeah. these songs, it's like, if you enjoy singing these songs, you'll also enjoy singing this song. Enjoy these, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I did my fa- father's eyes and... Um, El Shaddai. Those were the two that I did most often on Singspiration. So that's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> the anchor holds. No, we're not doing that. Okay, we'll just keep oh, going. No, I did that. I did Master oh, of the Wind. Yes, yes. Um, oh, what was the other one? Oh gosh, what was that other one? Peace Speaker. Loved it. Loved oh, I, it. I'll sing it I can't, all the time. There, it just got so overdone. Um, it's like some people with Shout to the Lord. When it gets overdone, you're like, okay, I'm done with that song. We'll never do that one again. Some people, I'm putting in air quotes, you know who I'm looking at. <laughs> so, Can I tell you the truth? Yeah. I don't think I have any songs like that. Oh, really? Yeah, I really, I, I can listen to a song over and over and over and over and over again. And it, I, I don't know why. I don't have that, whatever that part of the brain is that tells you you're done with that song. I don't ever get to a point where... I'll never hear that song again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I never have. Uh, you know what? And people are like, oh, I'm not bragging. I wish, I wish, I wish I could have that. Okay. So when, as far as like, you know, if we're putting up pound for pound, Smitty versus Stevie, which one do you think is, has a stronger uh, Sunday morning special vibe? It, I mean, it's gotta be Smitty, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Be. I, I agree. While while you may enjoy having like an upbeat song about being on a horse or or a really sad song uh about about, you know, God's love or whatever, um I don't know that it would always play very well on a Sunday morning. 
And that's like where Stevie kind of comes in. I, th- I feel like uh, Stevie was a little bit more edgy for a Sunday morning. Yeah, definitely. Unless it, unless it was the youth group doing a human video. Of tour. course. And then the old people would like, okay, we'll accept it this one time. Yeah. Well, and that then 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 the old people could see the fingerprints of God. <laughs> Maybe so not. good. Okay. I love I love this music. Oh my gosh. So man. Let me ask you, okay, it's round two. <laughs> ding ding. Okay. Who wins the overall musician? Oh goodness. Because let's just be honest, like Stevie oh. Curdy Chappie is an amazing guitar player and he write man, he's a great song he's writer. This is not that question. Writer. The question isn't who writes a better song. The question is, who is a better musician? All right. Okay. I think, th- oh, man. I have to give this round, sl- I mean, slightly. Slightly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly to Smitty because I, th- well, oh, I don't know. I was about to say because <laughs> he is an an all-around musician. He plays keys and plays guitar. But I think Stephen Curtis Chapman does too. I think he but- plays both. Okay, but I think that if you look at the mastery of Michael W. Smith on piano versus the mastery of Stephen Curtis Chapman on guitar, let's just look at just that. Okay, <laughs> I gotta give this it is to possible. I, I gotta give it to Smitty. I gotta give it to Michael W. Smith. I, I just do, but just, just slightly, barely, though. just barely, just just barely. barely. Okay, because now, Stephen Curtis Chapman is incredible. On guitar, on okay. acoustic guitar, he he is incredible. But I, I have to I have to agree that Smitty okay. gets it just, I mean, by the skin of his teeth. Okay, how's <laughs> here? You go next yeah. round. You ready? Uh huh. Who's the better singer? Because oh. they're both male vocalists. Who's the better yeah. singer? I can't believe you're taking this long to figure this out because to me, it's hands down the better singer. I know who that is, but I'm, I'm, I want to know yours. Okay. I'm going to say Stephen Curtis Chapman. I would 100% agree with you. Because I feel like I can listen to him longer than I could listen to Michael W. Smith. I, and, and here's the thing. When I went back and started listening to music today, I forgot how good his vocals were. Mm-hmm. Michael W. Smith, <clears throat> hot take. Sorry. Come at me, bro. I get it. Every note sounds like he's sitting on a toilet. Yeah, he's he's trying real hard. <laughs> you, you, you thought like, should I? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to agree with this. No, he is. And it's he's not a bad singer. No, 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 not at all. He's a better not singer than I am. He, he, but his tone is is grating. It's his tone. It it's is very tone. grating. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah. you know. And the friends are friends forever. Yeah, it's, it's very... He- it's a he- almost yeah. head voice, which which is all the fine. Time. Listen, listen, I would still listen. I'm still listening to it. I do too. Absolutely, the We're, dude. We, I mean, we are nitpicking right now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But <laughs> but we have to try to edge out one way or the other. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have uh, we have two for Smitty and one for one for, uh, for Stevie Curdy Chappie. Okay, um, okay. Next one. Who's the better songwriter? Oh. <sighs> I think Stephen Curtis Chapman has to get this one too because I think yeah. he writes more. Michael W. Smith does a lot of covers, especially in, in the last few years. Oh my goodness. We'll talk about that in a minute for sure. Some of Stevie's songs 
are um are also ridiculous, right? Like some of his older songs. Yeah, yeah, that's him talking about dancing with the dinosaur. I'm just I know so, but it sounds so good. <laughs> okay, but also how ridiculous. This dude's dancing You're with the wrong. dinosaur. Okay. You're not now, wrong. Now, on the same token, we also get Michael W. Smith talking about people being picture perfect. Remember this song? It sounds so much like Stevie Curtis Chappies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, you, girl. You don't have to be picture perfect to be in my world. You don't have to be picture perfect to fit the frame. <laughs> There's, it's just, I understand where it's coming from. Also problematic. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's some, there's some stuff in there. <laughs> These are Christian artists. And so at least all of them don't have to be. By the way, that was the album for me. Like the number one album for me out of all of Stephen Curtis Chapman's albums, out of all of Michael W. Smith's albums was Change Your World. That was the one that came out, oh gosh, maybe like early 90s, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was the one that I, I got the cassette of and just wore it out. I remember just at, at 213 Dublin in Tyler, Texas, just being in my room, just <laughs> listening to this one over and over and over again. Um, that, that was mine. So do you remember a specific album, either Michael Levy Smith or Stephen Curtis Chapman that you like just wore out? So for, there was a Stephen Curtis Chapman album that came out in 99 called Speechless. And that's the one, I don't remember if I had it. I must've had it on cassette, maybe, maybe CD in 99. Yeah. In 99, you definitely had it on CD. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Cause that had, that had dive. It had Speechless and Fingerprints of God, which I loved. I loved yeah. that song. Yeah, of course. Also, uh, The Journey. So Awesome. Okay, so that one's a split one, right? So we didn't have one one album kind of win out the two. But we're we're here. I mean, I think we're two and two now, right? Okay, so I feel like we need a tiebreaker here. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, round five. Here we go. You ready? Between Michael W. Smith and Steven Curtis, Chap- <clears throat> Curtis Chapman. Now I want to call him Stephen Curtis Chappie all the time. <laughs> I think I might start doing that. <laughs> Between the two of them, who is more relevant in 2020? Who has more uh, staying power? Okay, my opinion. This one has That's to go to... That's all this to, is. This, this is all just opinions. I, I know. <laughs> this one... Jeez. I just want to state again for the record that this is my opinion. I just That's want everyone else to know. Got it. Um, it has to be Michael W. Smith. I think so too. Because I think so too. He, here's a few. You want some? You want some fun facts about Michael W. Smith? About Smitty? That's all I want. Yes. Okay. He was a personal friend of George H. W. Bush. <laughs> he sang <laughs> "Friends" at H. W. Bush's funeral in December of 2018. Okay. He's also friends with Bono from U2 and collaborated on a Christmas album with him. Well, okay. Can we just pause real quick? Who uh-huh. hasn't he collaborated on a Christmas album with? <laughs> well, let's talk about Christmas albums in here in a second. But I want to finish your yeah. fun facts. Okay, because I have I have another one that I'm not sure you're ready for. Okay. 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 Michael W. Smith 
was named one of People Magazine's most beautiful people in 1992. Oh, first of all, of course he was. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. But also, what? <laughs> when I read that, I thought, uh, okay. You know why? Okay. Because in 1992, he was like a safer George Michael. That's what he looked like. <laughs> he really, really did. Yeah. And when in you look at those album covers from ni- yes. the 90s, yes. for sure. And and right around that time, also, Stephen Curtis Chapman still was rocking a mullet. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not, listen, no judgment. Your boy had a mullet. I'm just saying. I mean, wow. listen, I didn't have a um, mullet, but I had the bangs, so I can't say much either. We can't say, yeah. I mean, you, ha, have you, uh, during this. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid about what you're about to say. <laughs> During this quarantine, have you um have you thought about like uh doing anything radical with your hair? Honestly, I haven't because I was supposed to have a hair appointment next weekend. Oh. And there's a part of me that's still holding out. <laughs> You're going to be able to go? You're not going to be able to go? You're like, "Ooh. I got to get my hair did by Easter." No, like Easter's we're we're done. We're we're I'm gonna, here. I'm going to need I need I, that's why I made the I made the appointment for the uh-huh. Saturday before Easter for that purpose. Cause I was supposed of course. to, it was Easter. And then I was supposed to be going to Vegas for my, my work trip. I thought I'm going to go ahead and get my hair. Did like colored, get all the gray colored, all my highlights fixed and trimmed. And I'm <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> like it's, I'm still okay. Like I haven't been desperate, but ask me that again in two weeks and we'll see. Okay. See how I feel. I, I, I understand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was gonna i was gonna say okay well you know maybe we could wild card round something in here and be like wh- who has the most awards but then like when it came time to like for me to count stuff i was like no i'm not <laughs> gonna do that. that we could talk about who has the most children um i think because Stephen curse chapman he's a mormon right is that right because he has got no. he got more than no i'm i'm oh. joking i'm just saying <laughs> He believes in that full quiver. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. By the way, there are people who think that I've just made a very dirty joke when I said a full quiver. <laughs> and uh that's a that's a biblical sound. <laughs> we'll 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 hit that up on a, on a Christianese episode at some point. But right now, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna explain it. I'm leaving it alone. So they can yeah, research themselves if they want to know what you're talking about. That guy's got tons of kids. Well, he um, he's got he's got six. That's a lot. Seven, I've got two, and that's too many. But three, three. Stephen Curtis Chapman has adopted. He and his wife have adopted three children from China. But Michael W. Smith has five kids. Both of these fools. I didn't know. I hadn't. I didn't know that Michael W. Smith had that many children. I'm. I'm just cheering. Ch- children's I, listen i got two children's and i'm i can't i just can't like people are well, like you guys should have more kids and i'm like no and they're like well you guys are good parents you guys can handle a third kid we probably could but let's oh, so that's no. why two kids is enough for me five six kids you should not keep that in oh <laughs> We probably will. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I mean, I think that like just barely. Now, can we talk about Christmas albums real quick? Let's. 
In 89, Michael W. Smith had his first Christmas album, and he's planted his flag real early that um, he was going to do Christmas albums. This dude loves doing himself some Christmas albums. <laughs> um, and Listen, St- if Stevie we have a round about Christmas albums, Smitty wins hands down. Are you sure? Are you? Yes. Well, oh, are you talking about between the two? Between the two. Between the two. Oh, I was be, be like, uh, you can't. I mean, that's what the cage match should be this next Christmas is a Smitty Christmas versus an Amy Grant Christmas. That's what that should be. No, your hands up. You can't. You can't, can't do it. You can't do I it. Can't. <laughs> I can't. I could it. not participate in that. There's no. <laughs> Listen, I have been trying to to go see Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith do their Christmas concert that they've been doing the last few years. I've been trying to see it for the last five years. Yeah. The only time they're ever around DFW is the first weekend in December. Yeah. Every year. Hey, guess what? Year. I'm not available. Right. Yeah. That's the way it goes. I, so, I, I think I would just die. If I, if I managed to make it to a Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant Christmas concert, I would make it to the end of the concert and then just And then done. just rapture me now. I mean, just, just be, take Enoch, me now. Just take me. Just take me. I'm done. There's nothing My, else for me to accomplish in life. <laughs> well, so Michael Levy Smith did something real early also on also. Once he kind of saw that contemporary Christian music was going to go away and it was just going to become a worship industry, that mm-hmm. dude put out an album called Worship. <laughs> he just, yes, and he then did. His, his next album was called, do you know what it was called? What? Worship two? Worship again. Oh, worship again. <laughs> and then his next next song, like his next album ha- had a bunch of worship songs in it. And yeah. then let's put out a couple of Christmas records. He did that right away. And then the next song was a worship album. And then the next yeah. song, the next album, I think, uh, I think he might've done some original stuff, but I mean, that dude has just been like, let's ride this bandwagon. And by the way, he's a great worship leader. Like he really, he, he really is. is. Yeah. And so that was something that, that Smitty did that I think that was really smart, which is why I think gives him a little bit more staying power in 2020. He's still putting out stuff that's getting tons and tons and tons of downloads. I mean, when he put out Surrounded, like yeah. even his, I didn't like his version the best out of all of them, but I liked his chord progressions better than anybody, which goes back to how good of a musician that he is, a good composer and arranger. Mm-hmm. He had just some slightly different chord, or, chord progressions. It was just, so I'm just saying, Michael W. Smith, I think edges out Stephen Curtis Chapman. What what, are you, what is your thought? I, I agree. I, I think he does. Um, it, it It's so close for me. Yeah. Just because I love both of them so much, but I think that Michael W. Smith definitely has more staying power, and he's he's just more well known outside of the Christian realm. Yeah, I think most people, if you if you were to talk to someone who did not grow up listening to Christian music the way we did in the in the nineties, then they wouldn't know who Stephen Curtis Chapman was. But I think that if you talk to I think if you talk to people who did grow up listening to to that in the nineties, we probably all have a little bit more affection towards Stephen Curtis Chapman. I think so. I but, think so for sure. But we're, we're trying to be re- Okay. So split decision here, judges cards. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> so the, the winner is Michael W. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right. So there you have it. Okay. Listen, we'll put a poll up this week. Um, <clears throat> we'll put a poll up this week. I don't know what a poll is, but we'll put a poll up this week. 
and you guys can decide. Uh, you know, you guys can vote. Who who's who's better, Michael David Smith, yeah. Stephen Curtis Chapman? Wins? Which and, and what's we'll your favorite that. song by either or both? Tell or us. both. Yeah, maybe maybe Listen, we'll they, we'll do a playlist. We'll create a playlist that we can share on Spotify. I like it, and then you can relive your nineties, your favorite nineties. I I love this idea. I, I that, yes, that's happening. You know, they they've actually <laughs> toured together. The, these two cats. They they did really. A, yeah, I think they did a, a. I don't know what it was called. Probably the friends saddle up your friends' horses. I don't know. It was something. It was <laughs> dive in with your but, friends or yeah, 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 yeah. Friends yeah, yeah, leave yeah. you speechless. I don't know. Yeah, something. But it's definitely friends. A hundred percent. There's a chance, and there's no chance no that that it. that that concert didn't end with them doing a duet of friends together, right? I mean, I I have to go. I have to go find this video now because that okay. exists somewhere, and I need to see it. Of course it does. Okay. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Well, you ready for the B? Let's do it. Okay. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! All right. This week in the Babylon B, Hallmark Channel announces 19 new coronavirus-themed movies. Um, oh <laughs> we've got A Cough to Remember, Forbidden Handshake, and Going Viral. In the midst of these difficult and uncertain times, we think some vapid, predictable entertainment is exactly what America needs. In A Cough to Remember, small-town hardware store owner Brad accidentally coughs on successful real estate agent Kate, who is back in town to check on her aging parents when they are forced to quarantine together for 14 days. Hilarity and romance ensues. Guys, I'm not saying that they shouldn't make these. But I know that my daughter, who loves Hallmark movies, would probably watch this. I, I would watch this. <laughs> oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Oh, gosh. I would watch it. For sure. All right, Andrea, what's your not for me this week? Okay, my not for me is this thing that I've been seeing going around Facebook. The top 10 things that you don't like that everybody else does like. I hate that. You know what? I hate I- it. I think I'm with you. I don't like that either. I'm, can, I don't know. And I understand we're just trying to talk about something that isn't isn't the Rona, but right. <laughs> I, I just know. hate that so much Negative. because you know what it is? It's somebody who wanted to start fights. That's what it is. It's somebody somebody started that quote unquote challenge because they're like, let's get all these people to list things that they don't like, and then everybody can fight in the comments. All right, I think you just won me over to why I like it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still don't like it. And people that I love very much have done these yeah. lists, and that's fine. I'm not going to be doing one, and I'm not going to be engaging with anyone who has done one. Because let me tell you, there is some crap opinions out there. Yeah. And if I wanted to, I could go in and like argue with them on all 10 of their things that they dislike. For sure. There's but I'm not who, going to. There's people who are like, I don't like Stephen Curtis Chapman, and I don't like Michael W. Smith. I mean, come on, listen, back off. Listen, I I don't get it. Mm-mm. Oh, you, look, you almost you almost got me. You almost almost drew me in, but I have self control and I stop myself. That's good. So, Seth, what's your not for me? Um, this is my not for me this week. I have a structured settlement, but I need <laughs> cash now. Dude, these commercials are <laughs> every 
where right now. And I understand why people need money and if you have a structured settlement and you do need cash now, I get it. But call JG JG Whitworth. Now here's the thing. These commercials may have been playing this entire time, but now we're just forced to watch daytime TV whenever it's on. Like maybe <laughs> yes. it's just now we're just noticing all this. But uh, I think that's it. I think, think that, that's it. They're they're grating on your nerves is what's happening. But here's the deal. Like I'm not seeing um, commercials for the general auto insurance right now. <laughs> so oh, I think the general and shack. You're not seeing those because I have. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I'm just missing them. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we're watching different channels. I think. I, I yeah. I, well, <laughs> is this on CBS? I was unaware. So. Oh, hmm. Mm. Aren't you funny? <laughs> All right, you ready to get out of here? <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> I think. I think. I think now's the right time. <laughs> All right. Oh man. So we're going to do our church helpers from anonymous pastors. I saw this on, on Twitter this week. It said, um, this is from a, a pastor. It says, me to staff. All non-essential spending is now frozen until further notice. Youth pastor. Is it possible for me to buy t-shirts for the youth staff that says, Corona who? Hashtag God got this. Me. Please don't make me answer that out loud. <laughs> uh, here, uh, You know what? Youth pastors are struggling right now. Just, But but also, man, their TikTok game's on fleek. Okay, so that's a show. Yeah. Our, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts about any of our topics for today. Yes. Don't forget to like us, follow us, comment on all the social media platforms. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We want to interact with you more. Yeah. And as a reminder, for every comment we receive on Apple Podcasts, we will donate $1 to a charity of ministry. This month, we are sending a uh, kid to summer camp. We might do that next month, too. Just spoiler alert. Yep. Probably going to do that. Actually, wait. Is this next month? No, no, no. This that's is, next week. No, it is next month. Is it next month? Yeah, we're already in April. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I know that I shut the door in February and I haven't seen outside since. All the days are running together. I don't know. <laughs> but it is April. Okay, good to know. So we're doing so, that yeah. again this month. We're doing it again. Yeah, we did it last month. We're doing it this month. We might do it next month. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but remember, the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode or maybe another episode that was your favorite that you laughed all the way through. And then remember to subscribe for next week because we'll have another show next week. We sure will. Until then, this is Seth. And this is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday.